Podcast Answer Man, episode number 85. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and I'm very excited to bring to you today an interview that I've done with a wonderful friend of mine. His name is Jay Berkowitz. I do all the introductions in the interview, so I'm not going to go into all that right now. But I wanted to, before I played the interview for you, I wanted to give you an update about the iTunes application, or not the iTunes, but the, maybe the iPod Touch slash iPhone application that I had developed for the gspn.tv community members out there. Uh, you may remember a couple episodes back, I had fully featured a video explaining what I had developed, why I had it developed, so I'm not going to go through all the details of that once again. Uh, if you're interested, go back in the archives. You'll see the iPhone application there. Uh, but what I want to let you know is that although they originally, back in August, rejected the application from the iTunes application store, after months of working with them, I finally got through to somebody, and the application has been in the iTunes store now, in the app store for the past two weeks, and people are loving it, and I am loving it. It has made my life so much simpler, and there are tons of people who are really, really excited about this. In fact, I just want to give you a sample of how this has met a need, and, and, and you know, Apple, if you're listening, I want you to hear this. Hey, Cliff, it's Maury uh, calling from, well, plus member Maury from Fountain Valley, California. Hey, just wanted to give you a little bit of uh, testimony on your um, GSPN iPhone app. I'm actually using it for the very first time on an iTouch or a Touch. People criticize me when I call it an iTouch. It's an iPod Touch. So I'm working a 12-hour shift. I work in law enforcement. I was sitting in my car. I'm closing in the end of my shift. I have no connection to... A computer, so I'm sitting in my car, have uh, strong free Wi-Fi access to the place I'm serving right now, and uh, so I pull up the application and I see that you put out uh, My Crazy Life number 331, which I read on your Twitter and I wanted to listen to it, and uh, and here I am. I said, hey, I'm going to try this application. Boy, it worked beautiful. Fired right up, and um, once again, I just wanted to say thank you for the time invested and the frustration that you had endure with Apple and getting this thing done, but man, what a blessing this thing is. I don't have to be tethered any longer. Yay! It's my computer. All right, and then he goes on and, and leaves some feedback for another show that I did. But I just wanted to give you guys an idea of, of just the, the fact that this thing is being used. It has met a need. And what's even better, of course, uh, anybody can download the application. Simply go to iTunes, app, and then what you want to do is go ahead and just go to the iTunes store. If you do a search for either GSPN or gspn.tv, either one, it will show up in the search results. You'll see all of our podcasts listed, but over in the application section of the search results, you'll see the application. You simply click on it, and it'll take you there. You can download it, and uh, even if you're not a Plus member, it gives you access to every free episode that we produce here at gspn.tv, but those who are Plus members, the best part is is that uh, they can put in their username and password, which it then saves, and it gives every it gives Plus members access to every episode of every podcast that we produce here out in the open. Uh, even on an iPod Touch, they can uh, get the application while they're close to Wi-Fi. And once it's fully downloaded, there are instructions on how to do that in the forum. 
but once it's fully downloaded, you can walk away from the Wi-Fi, even on your iPod Touch, and listen to the most recent episodes. It's just really cool stuff. So I was just really excited about that, but I'm also very excited about this interview. And Jay Berkowitz is a is an expert and a consultant in the field of search engine optimization. Something that I really personally have never gotten into. Uh, a lot of the success that we've experienced here with gspn.tv and Podcast Answer Man has cer- certainly been, uh, I think there are two reasons for it. Number one is simply that I've, I personally feel that God has called me to operate in this place and to do exactly what I'm doing, and I think he's just blessed it. And number two, it's it's, it's quite simply, it's the power of the people, it's the community and the word of mouth. And and so those are the community, word of mouth, and, and simply being all out passionate about podcasting and, and, and all the things I podcast about, I think that that's what's brought me the most success. So when it comes to search engine optimization, I have not done very much at all. So with that, I, I know that many of you out there listening are looking for the best way to get your exposure for your podcast. And so that's why I wanted to bring in the expert. And so here is that interview with Jay Berkowitz right now. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm talking with Jay Berkowitz right now from over at 10goldenrules.com and Jay is somebody that I met, oh gosh, I guess just a little over a year ago at PodCamp Boston 2, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Jay, I want to welcome you first of all to Podcast Answer Man. Thanks for joining me. Thanks Cliff, I'm a huge fan so I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Well, I'm glad that you're here, and, and uh, I, I just want to say congratulations. I saw that you were you recently got some press attention and stuff like that. I think I've seen you on uh, was it Fox News or something, or was CNN? Yeah, I made my my TV debut on Fox Business TV, and we talked about strategies for um, making money during a recession using your web and internet marketing. Well, that is uh, some. Well, actually, I want to talk about strategy for sure, and and one of the areas that that I think that you're really strong in is is search engine optimization. Obviously, you you definitely focus in a lot of attention uh, in your business on that, and you also have some other things that I I want to talk about. I want to talk about what you feel about press releases. I'd like to talk about where you go for those. Um, you you also mentioned something in an interview that I saw on Fox Business, uh, something about compelling web web offers and the use of e newsletters. So those are really some of the highlights of what I'd like to discuss with you today. Okay, sure. Well, I'll tell you what. Here you're talking to somebody who knows how to put together and install a WordPress installation, and I know how to tweak the heck out of that thing. And one of the things that drives me crazy about um, WordPress is by default there's no meta tagging as far as uh, what the the meta tags for dis- well the meta tag for descriptions in there but the meta tag for keywords is not now we're mainly concerned about Google is that right yeah I think Google's about sixty five percent of all searches in North America and it's about eighty five percent of searches in a lot of Latin American countries and other countries around the world but if you design your website from a search engine perspective for Google, generally it's going to work really well in MSN, which is another 10% of the market. It's probably going to do pretty well in Yahoo, which is about 19% of the market. So you've basically got 90, 95% of the market of all searches covered off. 
So as long as you're, if you design for Google, then you're pretty much going to get a, a good design all the way around then. Yep. So the, now, like I said, the keyword meta tags completely missing in the default WordPress installation or in most of these themes out there. Can you tell me, does Google still look at keywords uh, in the meta tags? Well, clearly the most important thing, and you know, we skipped over content, so we'll get back to that. Oh, yeah, but we'll as far get to the content. Meta, as far as the meta tags go, the title tag is still really, really important in Google. Okay. And it seems, it seems like the descriptions meta tag is also coming back in importance. And the keywords meta tag is not important in Google, according to what they're talking about these days at the trade shows and in the forums and whatnot. But keywords are still important in some of the other search engines. But clearly, you know, maybe 80, 80% of your effort in meta tags is if you can get the keyword phrases you're targeting on that page of your website into the title tag, that'll cover off about 80% of what you want to do in meta tags. And then having a description as well is beneficial. So, for example, okay, let's just say I post this episode of Podcast Answer Man, and in the title of the post, I'm going to put in there episode numbers, such and such podcast, podcast Answer Man. Instead of putting interview with Jay Berkowitz, uh, I should put, um, you know, episode number, Podcast Answer Man, interview Jay Berkowitz, SEO, press releases, compelling web offers, and newsletters. Actually, you know, to really do it right, okay, tell what me. you should be doing is, is going to Word Tracker or Keyword Discovery. Oh, tell me and about those are, these. Those are two tools that allow you to read your customers' minds. Okay. <laughs> and, and I joke about that. But really what it allows you to do is read the market's mind and find out what phrases are searched most frequently. All right. And how many other, how many other websites are competing for those phrases with you in the search engines. And what that what competing means is that they have those phrases on a page on uh, their website. So, for example, some research we did uh, some time ago, but I happen to know the numbers off the top of my head. The phrase search engine optimization is searched 2,208 times in an average 24-hour period. Okay. The, the, ter- the term SEO is only searched about 1,500 times in an average 24-hour period. So technically, you'd want to put the phrase search engine optimization, not the phrase SEO, because ah. you're looking for the phrases that are searched most frequently. However, you, the phrase search engine optimization has 94 million other web pages that are competing with you. So what you'd want to do is look for more of a niche phrase, um, something perhaps more like search engine optimization tips or search web optimized public relations. Look for a phrase that's searched maybe 20 or 30 times a day, but doesn't have anywhere near the competition of 94 million other websites like the phrase search engine optimization. I like that. Now, now this is, you said word tracker. Is that what you said? Um, word tracker and keyword discovery are the two tools. And word tracker has a free version. But if you're really getting into it and you're going to do a lot of content like you do, you probably want to pay for a subscription. And then do a good set of research about podcasts and internet marketing. Do a good set of research about shows like your your Lost, where you cover the Lost TV show, and find you know a good set of research, and then just store that in an Excel document, and then you can search it and use it um, whenever you're just quickly updating a show. Awesome. And where is it? WordTracker.com. Is that what that would be? That's correct. And keyword discovery. I think you have to Google it because it's a company called Trellian that owns that product. 
Gotcha. And and subscription model for uh, Word Tracker, how much is something like that? I think there's a couple different prices, and we have a pretty expensive one because we have about a dozen different accounts because we might be researching many different clients, but just their basic model might be $99 or something like that. It's not that expensive. Gotcha. And that's a yearly, not a, not a monthly. Gotcha. All right. So but, but, but let me ta- let me talk about the real core basics because we kind of glazed over it. Yep. So the core the core basics, way more important than your meta tags or getting those keyword phrases on a page on your website. And so you want to pick two or three phrases for each page on your website, and you want to repeat those phrases two or three times on a page. Okay. So essentially, what you're doing is you're saying to Google and the other search engines. This phrase is really, really important to us on this page. And you want to have that phrase in the title of the page, like actually the the H1 title tag, which is the large title on the top of the page that the consumer sees, also in the meta tags title that we talked about earlier. And you want to repeat that phrase another time in the body of the page. And if you can, as close as possible to the bottom of the page. So what you're doing is you're really saying, hey, you know, this phrase is repeated three times on this page. And so it's obviously really important. So you want to target that phrase like SEO tips or web optimized press releases and use that phrase two or three times throughout the page. And that's really the guts of what you can do with what's called on-page search engine optimization is, you know, picking a couple phrases for each page or each blog post if you're doing it as a blog post format and including those phrases two or three times on the page and then including them in the title tags. Excellent. Excellent. So, so that, that's good information. Now let, let's, let's also uh, mention something that's extremely important. And I've heard this a lot and I'm certain that you would agree. And especially since you said, well, we haven't talked about the most important thing and that is the content. And, and I think the, the one thing that we have to be certain of is that whatever we're doing here, that there's some relevance Exactly. And, you know, you can really make content complex, but you really don't need to. You know, if you're just starting out with some search engine optimization, if you have a website or a section of your website that's all about a topic, and a lot of the people listening to this podcast are all podcasters, so you're probably going to be covering a similar topic. So you don't have to worry all that much about the content being relevant because all your content is going to be about... um, you know, basically the same information. You're going to be covering the same topic areas. So if you do a set of keyword research in Word Tracker or Keyword Discovery, and then when you do an interview like this or if you do a show on a, on a specific topic, you want to pick two or three phrases and use those phrases as the description of the show. Use those phrases maybe when you're writing up your show notes and then use the, that, those phrases in the summary at the bottom of the page. And if it's as simple as that, um, over time, you will naturally optimize your website for the search engines. And, um, you know, you really don't need to worry about it a lot more than that. Now, if you want to go to some of the more sophisticated strategies, you could say, okay, now I'm also going to write an article every day or every week and have a regular routine and discipline where you're going to add that content on a regular basis. And um, you mentioned an e-newsletter earlier. You know, mm-hmm. that's the simple thing where you can say to people when they come to your website, hey, why don't you subscribe? Because not only do we do our audio podcast, but we also send out an e-newsletter once a week. And maybe you summarize some other things that you learned when you were researching the person you were interviewing or you summarize the shows and, and, and the key learnings that you got from the shows. 
and that e-newsletter is pushed out to people through email or through RSS. And then that content, you add as search engine optimized content to your website on a regular basis. So you're, you're feeding the search engine really good spider food, if you know that term. Mm-hmm. Um, the spider food is the search engines just spider around web, the web going from link to link to link and reading all the information they find that's new. And so if you're feeding new information to the search engines on a regular basis, you're telling those engines that your site is alive and it's current and it's, the content's relevant because you're always adding content around your, your topic area. Gotcha. That, that, that is excellent stuff there. What about tags? Are tags important? I noticed that WordPress uh, a couple versions back started to give us the ability to tag our content. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, I think there's, there's really two really, really critically important things. And then tags are, are maybe a third one. Okay. And so I'll, I'll cover the tags just a li- in a little bit more detail than we did before. So your title tag is really important. And there's probably a hundred things in Google's mathematical algorithm. And it's kind of like the secret formula for Coca-Cola. No, nobody really knows it except for, you know, two or three very senior executives and it's locked away in a safe somewhere. But that secret formula, the 100 items that make up Google's mathematical algorithm, the first and second most important ones, we covered the first one, which is content. Because if you want to have words like, you know, um, podcast equipment setup you know, which, which you specialize in on gspn.tv. If you want to, you're going to have to have that phrase on a page on your website or you're not going to be found when someone searches for podcast equipment setup. You have to have the exact phrase or very close to it in order to even get in the game. The second most important thing, once you have the words, once you've optimized the content on your website, the second most important thing is having other sites linking to your site. Oh, Yes. That, that's the and second l- most important thing. Yeah, you know, you hear, or maybe even the most important thing. You hear about backlinks. And the, the, the challenge with links is that these are links that another webmaster takes the time to put a real activated, you know, typically they're blue underlined links or any color, you know, links that activated links that come over to your website. And typically, um, you know, you, you can't control that. So content is probably the most important things in terms of search engine optimization because it's an, what's called an on-page factor. You can control what happens on your website. But, you know, I'm probably going to link over to, to your website as soon as you tell me when this podcast is posted. And you're going to get a link from 10 Golden Rules over to your website or, or from our blog or both. And the advantage of that is that's an off-page factor. And really links are so critical. And, and links is what differentiated Google from all the other search engines that came before it. And um, really it's what made the two young guys, Sergey and Larry, billionaires by figuring out the linking algorithm when they were at Stanford University. Right. And it's, it's just essentially what they said is all the other search engines can read all the words on all the pages. So if someone has the, the word phrase, you know, podcast equipment set up and you search that. There's probably, let's, let's do the search. There's probably like 200,000 results for that term. If I can type quickly while I'm talking. And there's a bunch of different ways to spell setup. Okay, there's <laughs> 280,000 results in Google for the term podcast equipment setup. Right. So all the other search engines that came before Google could do exactly that. They could read all the other websites. They, you know, everybody else figured out spidering. They could go out and read these websites, 
read the words on the page, store them in their computer, and serve those results in less than a second as a search engine result. But what differentiated what these two guys did at Google with linking algorithms is they, they said, okay, the website that has the most other websites linking to it, it obviously is important. There's something going on there. Right. And, and so they started out with, okay, the, the website with the most links goes on the first page of Google results. And the website with the least links goes on the last page. And in the, in the term podcast equipment setup, there's 280,000 results. There's 10 results per page. That means there are 28,000 pages in, the, in this one Google result. Now, the next piece of the pu- puzzle is it's not just the quantity of links. It's not just the number of other websites linking to your site. Google started differentiating. If an important site links to your site, you get more points in the mathematical algorithm. And if a relevant site links to your website, again, you get more points in the algorithm. If a .edu, you know, university or a .gov links to you, well, that, your site's obviously really important because, you know, you can't just buy a .gov link, although a, a lot of the SEOs try. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, you know, if, if you think about the two most important things, the on-page factors, the content, the words, the tags and stuff like that, you can control. The off-page factors are a little harder to control. And there's a number of different ways to get links. One is you go out to a number of directories, like the Yahoo directory will, um, you know, you can submit your site for free. Mm-hmm. And the old-fashioned directories are like the yellow pages, you know, under business, under internet, under technology, under podcasts. You might find, you know, the GSPN TV site. Um, or it might be under entertainment and under television, right? Right. But you can submit your site to a directory. The Yahoo directory, you can submit it for free, but typically you're better off to pay the $299 um, fee where someone goes and looks at your website, does the review, and then if your website does what it says it does, if it's not like a casino website, they will add you to the listing. And so going out to a bunch of directories is a great way to get a list. Another thing that's really important is every group you're a member of or association or your local chamber of commerce, I never give my company name as 10 golden rules. I always say I'm Jay Berkowitz from HTTP colon slash slash www.10goldenrules.com because every opportunity you get to get a link back to your website is going to help with that algorithm. Real quickly, and and, and, uh, this is a suggestion to anybody who is interviewed by another podcaster, by a magazine, a newspaper, anybody in press whatsoever, uh, this is something I've heard before, and 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 this is something I actually require. I have a, I, it, I'm to the point now where a lot of people are are requesting to interview me or to talk to me or ha- have me come onto their show, and I I actually have one stipulation. I will do the interview or I will co-host. I will do this on on the basis of one requirement, and that is that you put an active hyperlink to a website address that I will provide to you. That, and that's a great strategy because it's a, a form of payment that doesn't cost them anything, but they're giving you a lot of link love in the search engine algorithms. I was in the British Telecom's uh, uh, monthly television newsletter over in the UK, and oh, I was I was interviewed uh, along with a lot of um, it was it was a, it was a write up on lost lost fans from around the world. And people who were on the internet doing things related to Lost. And all these bloggers were out there and all this other stuff. 
And through, I look through the entire page, the entire set in this print edition, and I'm I'm sitting there thumbing through, and none of these bloggers have any links to their where their blogs are. But if you read mine, it says you can find Cliff at weeklylostpodcast.com. And it's like, it, it, so yeah, definitely if you're out there, folks, and you, you have the opportunity or you've been asked to, to co-host with somebody, to be a guest, to, to be interviewed, make sure that, I mean, it, they're not going to tell you no. They're just not. And, and make sure you get that. All right. So, so what else in Google? Is there anything else that we need to know about Google and, 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 and helping out right there? Other than the linking, well, that that final section, and let's just wrap up the piece on tags. So the title tag should be eight, nine, ten words, relatively short, and the title tag is actually what's going to appear in a Google result if you come up in a search result. So you want to include the keyword phrases, and the way you wrote the keyword phrases was pretty good. But one suggestion I'd make: oftentimes you want to write the keyword phrases first, and then put the name of the show or the name of your website at the end of that tag. Ah. And try, you know, write, write that tag a little, with a little bit of marketing um, savvy because that tag is actually going to appear as the title of your website in that search result. So you might want to put um, Search Engine Marketing Tips Podcast with Jay Berkowitz, for example, because that would be a pretty catchy title if it comes up in a Google search result. Yeah. See, see that, and this, this is where if anybody's out there listening, if you're like me, you're going to have to get over your little bit of your OCD, your obsessive compulsive disorder, where you, you have this beautifully look, you, you have uh, an algorithm of it's a three digit episode number, the name of your show, space, hyphen, space, and then the title of your show. Uh, and, 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 I guess I'm going to have to get over this obsession with making sure that, okay, my page is set at, you know, 550 pixels wide, and I know I can get this many characters to fit without it running down to the second line. Hmm. This is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, you know, and everything's a balance, right? Like, there's no sense the page looking terrible and being jammed with keywords when the consumer comes to it. You know, your page has to work first if you get someone there to convince them to take action, to listen to the show or, you know, subscribe to your shows or whatever. So, you know, don't get too compulsive about the search engines. And that's when I talked earlier about, you know, naturally optimizing your site, just having the discipline to spend half an hour doing your show notes, adding the words. And here's another really great tip that I, I don't share very often, but for, for you, Cliff and, and the listeners, I've started transcribing our shows. Wow. And it, it's a little bit, ex- it's, it, I don't do it. I have, a, I have a relatively inexpensive transcription service. But think how powerful that is because I'm getting about 10,000 or 11,000 words for every episode of the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Podcast. And those words are all filled with things about search engine marketing. We're interviewing people from Google and we're interviewing experts like Andy Cernovitz on word of mouth marketing and Craig Newmark, the founder of Craigslist. And we're We've got 11,000 words. And then what we do is we break that up into about 10 or 12 pages because on each page you want to, fo- you want to have between 250 and 1,000 words of text. You don't want to – Google only looks at about 1,000 words on a page. So if I put it all in one page, it would be wasting about 10,000 words. So we break it up into, into pages and then we write the meta tags. We give each page a title. 
where we talk about each section of the show. And that's an incredibly powerful tool for the search engines because search engines can't read podcasts so far. Right. So you're creating all this amazing, incredible content. And it, you know, pretty much it's blind to Google with the exception of how you titled the show. And if you titled the show, you know, GSPN TV podcast answer man episode 103, there's almost no keywords in there for the search engines. But if you could transcribe the show and and there's automated transcription services, like even if it only did got 90% of it correct, you're going to be putting, you know, eight or 9,000 words onto your website. And that's search engine spider food. That's amazing. So is it possible to create those pages using a WordPress system or are you using something else to create all those pages? Well, our site's actually um, just a, a regular old-fashioned website. Okay. And I'm, I take a one-brand strategy. Mm-hmm. So our podcast, um, you know, a, lo- a lot of our content, a lot of our free information um, and excerpts of our book, et cetera, is all on 10goldenrules.com. Yeah. Um, and the one exception is we use a blog um, somewhat tactically and so our blog is a, is a secondary website but um, all the content then goes on 10goldenrules.com gotcha so you're using something like a, a dream weaver or a front page or something like that to just continually churn out these pages that that are you know navigatable uh, that you can navigate through and stuff like that and 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 those are being indexed and spidered into uh, google and stuff exactly and um yeah, yeah, just a regular straightforward website. But WordPress, you're, you're, you're fortunate that you started out with WordPress mm-hmm. because actually within about two weeks, two different Google employees told me that their blogs are on WordPress. Oh. They're not on Blogger, which Google bought, and Google owns Blogger. Oh. The re, the, and, and these two guys are both brilliant. So one of them is Matt Cutts, who's the engineer, who's the, the face of Google at most of the search engine marketing shows. And the other one's Avinash Kaushik who wrote an amazing book called Web Analytics, an Hour a Day. And he's Google's um, analytics evangelist. So both of these guys have personal blogs that are really, really highly regarded and they have tons and tons of you know, avid followers. And when they break news, especially about Google Analytics or Google Search, um, everyone knows that you know, this is the official word from Google, but you know, it's sort of unofficial because it's on their blog. So both of these guys within two weeks told me that they use WordPress blogs because of the plugins. So you can get a plugin that can do the uh, tags properly, and then you can customize your title tag, your meta tag description, and your meta tag keywords tag using a plugin. And I'm, I'm not, as I said, I'm not a WordPress guy, but you can definitely re- Google those and find out where to find them. All right. So, yeah, definitely we'll look into to that, that particular topic on, on plugins. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. Uh, do you still have time to talk about the other things or do we want to maybe catch up another time? Yeah. I mean, if you're good, I'm good. I'm good till, for, for about another 50 minutes. So. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here this episode uh, at 31 minutes into the show. And we'll be back with more from Jay Berkowitz talking about some excellent things you can do to, to promote your podcast, get the word out about it. And so we definitely want to ask you to continue to stay subscribed to the podcast Answer Man. And of course, for those who are GSPN.TV Plus members, you have access to every single episode that we produce. And uh, we just want to thank you for that. If you want details, go to GSPN.TV slash plus. Jay, before we go uh, on this episode, uh, please tell people what you do and where they can find you. 
I have a company called 10goldenrules.com and we are primarily strategic consultants and an internet marketing agency. So first we're going to help you figure out where your focus should be. Should you be doing search engine optimization or should you have an affiliate program or should you be doing pay-per-click? And then we'll help you manage um, the execution of that, launching an affiliate program or pay-per-click. And I'm a very passionate podcaster and I have a podcast called the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing Podcast. And we cover everything about internet marketing, how to get more traffic to your website and how to convert that traffic to sales. We have a great community and people call into the show and we do an, inter- an interview probably two out of every three shows. And I'm talking to really top people in internet marketing and search marketing and um, startups. And we- we've just had a great run of interviews lately. And is that 10, the number 10 or T-E-N? We, we own both domains. So 10 Golden Rules either way gets you to the site. And um, the podcast is, of course, on all the directories and iTunes and whatnot. Jay, thank you very much for joining us. It was my pleasure, Cliff. All right, everybody, there you go. That was the interview with Jay. I, I'm certain that you guys have picked up some wonderful tips, and I know that uh, going. I'm going to have to literally go back and listen to the entire episode again, write down some of these things, and, and start implementing them. And, you know, There's no reason why I should limit the success to simply the word of mouth and, and everything else. Uh, Jay and I talked a little bit further after this interview and after the interview that you're going to hear in the future week. Uh, in the weeks coming. Uh, but we, we talked a little bit and he says, Cliff, there's so much you can do. And, and with the amount of content and everything, he's like, man, you're, you're sitting on a gold mine of, of content here. And so uh, I'm very excited and very thankful that Jay uh, took a part of that. Jay, thank you again. And uh, for those of you who are listening to this, uh, if you're not aware already, uh, if you're subscribed to the free feed of the podcast answer, man, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you found us. Want to let you know, however, we do release a, a minimum of two episodes each month for free here at podcastanswerman.com. However, my goal and my intent is always to do no less than four episodes a month and actually many more than that. And so if you are not on the gspn.tv plus membership team, then you're missing out on a good deal of the content that we're offering here. Uh, basically, plus memberships, $10 a month. And I believe that with the amount of information that's that's brought here and the fact that you have direct access to me and to ask me questions to answer on the show, I believe that you'll find it worthwhile. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, end the show with a little bit of a testimonial of somebody else out there who is basically just sharing why they become a plus, became a plus member. And before I play this testimony, I just want to let you know, just simply go to gspn.tv slash plus, gspn.tv slash plus, or if you go to podcastanswerman.com, there's a link there as well. But that'll explain how you can become a Plus member so that you can have access to the Podcast Answer Man Plus feed where you get all the content, not only just for this podcast, but we have a ton of other podcasts as well. But anyway, uh, if you could do that, it really helps make this stuff possible. You know, as I said, I left my career in insurance after 11 years to do this full time, and I really want to share this information with you. 
and continue to uh, build our podcasting audiences together. But even beyond that, learn how to build community, connect people in relationships. There's just so much awesomeness that's built around podcasting, new media, and and I just look forward to continuing to share that with you more and more as the days go by. So with that, here is a little bit of a testimonial from one of our listeners who happens to be a Plus member. His name is Michael Dean. Michael, take it away. Hey, Cliff, this is Michael Dean, and I wanted to touch bases with you. Look, man, I just wanted to let you know that what you are doing is a blessing to me. I discovered your show. I think I saw podcast Answer Man, and I went back to the main site of yours, and I saw My Crazy Life, and I listened to that, and I was just like, wow, this this guy is doing it. I'm like, you know, you went out on a leap of faith. You, I appreciate how you, you know, you put God first. You have your family. Uh, you were a man and you stepped out there and went for your dream, for your passion. And, and you're doing it, you know, um, as a podcaster myself, as a entrepreneur, businessman myself, I can totally relate to that. Um, stepping away from that family business that you uh, moved out from, stepped from and, and moved into your own business. You know, and I'm not into Lost. I mean, I'll watch it from time to time, but I don't listen to that. I just was tripping off of My Crazy Life, podcast Answer Man, and just listening to you and your wife. You know, I went, I recently just got a uh, part-time job, so I'll listen to those while I'm there at work because I can wear my, my uh, iPod. So to me, that's like just going to school. I'm like, cool. I'm getting paid to listen to my study guide you know what i'm saying i'm i'm listening to one of my mentors even though you don't know me i consider you a mentor because i feel like hey god put him in position for me to see him and what he was doing and to show me hey it's possible here's a person that's doing it i'm going to show you one of my servants who who is doing what you want to do so i'm i'm just letting you know man i really appreciate it i know that there are others too who listen uh, who are definitely benefiting from what you're doing. Um, so I immediately, you know, I, I was thinking the other day, I said, I've been listening to uh, Cliff. Let me go sign up. Let me go ahead and sign up because I feel like, you know, you reap what you sow. So I'm a sow into you. And just wanted to say, man, I'm 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 a big supporter of what you're doing. Um, my name is Michael Dean. You can check me out at freedomtrainonline.com. Uh, the most popular podcast that I have is called The Prince podcast yes it's about the artist prince oh yeah all right thanks cliff peace